Welcome to the Linsanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, into another episode of Shoddy Sanity. And this week, I have been looking forward to this all week. This is what's gotten me through my past couple days at work that have dragged on endlessly. My good friend, Zach Griffith, to it can attest, who is also on this episode. Zach, welcome in. How are we doing? Oh my God, yeah, that's a perfect assessment. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. This is one of my favorite divisions to talk about. Uh, you know, I got personal ties to this division. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. This is one of the... Di- I mean, I'm just going to lead off with the hot take right here. Third best division in football. Second third or third best, best division in football. It's second or third best division in football. I mean, I think the AFC North's the best. And then you have uh wow. you have wow. the AFC wow. East. So both East divisions are in the top three Woo-hoo. divisionally speaking, in my opinion. So uh I'm wow. I'm ready to talk this division. Okay. Well, and of course you hear uh my uh schmuck co-host in the background saying, Wow, so many times, Caleb Lynn, uh back this week after taking a week off because he's a slacker uh, and left me to do it on my own with the small market king, Devin Voss, who did excellent filling in the chair. Caleb, how are we doing? I mean, I'm doing great. Um, I, I'm excited to discuss. I'm excited to discuss this division uh, because, you know, I think all of us have some uh, you know opinions of this division and, uh, you know, we've got some feelings on these teams and, uh, it's going to be it's going to be some good discussion. I, I honestly don't know what any of us fully think. So that kind of makes me excited because <laughs> I think it could make it all bubbled and jumbled. And yeah, fun to talk about. Oh, that, that and that's what I'm excited about, because I, I think I know where you guys are going. But at the same time, I don't. You guys don't know where I'm going. Uh, there's a lot of talent in this division. Like I said, I've been looking forward to this. I think there's going to be some explosive discussion. Uh, it's going to be fun discussion. And I can't wait to dive into it. But before we get into the teams, a bit of news <laughs> has has come to light lately uh, surrounding uh, possibly, well, I, I think there's a case. I'm not saying it is the, uh, but it is a doormat franchise, possibly the worst franchise, worst organization in Major League Sports now. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals... Um, have <laughs> are under the microscope once again. We heard about a burner phone being used for Steve Kime during his suspension. Um, and now we got the news today that uh, former uh, Cardinals head coach Steve Wilkes, who's fired after a season, so they did him wrong already, testified that a team executive gave him a burner phone to talk to former GM Steve Kime, who uh, all of a sudden decided to step away from football um, under orders from Kime and team owner Michael Bidwell uh, during Kime's suspension. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen from this, but the news is now out there. This has now become a PR crisis for the NFL. This has now become a PR crisis for the Cardinals and Michael Bidwell. And Steve Kime may not get a job uh, ever again in NFL based on this report so far. Um, schmucks. That's what I have to say about these people. Schmucks. And I still hold true that Steve Kime was the one that sexually assaulted that woman in Mexico during their time 
uh, for that game in Mexico City. It was not that offensive lineman coach that was cut immediately. I still maintain that. That's a side note anyway. Caleb, I'm going to start with you. Give me your thoughts. (laughs) You know, sometimes you get, sometimes you see something on social media and, you know, there's these social media accounts now, like, uh, Buck crack sports and you know like all these fake accounts and I, I'll, I'll be honest like that's what I thought this was and then I'm sitting there and I'm looking and I mean I'd see that it's true there's a full report it took place um I, I'll be honest I mean it it is it is unbelievable the how they have let that how they let that situation go as long as they did. I mean, Kime, I mean, Kime has been there, I mean, an awfully long time. And, you know, they really haven't made a ton of changes within that. And, and you know, it, it, it just went on too long. His tenure went, went on too long. And this is just another reminder of how much the Cardinals have set themselves back, how they're attempting to try to get some sort of future direction going by trading one of the most promising players for a seven draft pick. And I, I just can't imagine this. I mean, this situation is just, just worse and worse and worse. And, and they just have a lot of band-aids that they're going to have to try to, you know, package up together here because it, it, it's, it's a mess all the way around. Totally agree. Totally agree. Zach, give me your thoughts. I mean, this is business as usual for the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, what's the most logical thing we can do? Let's do it. That's the Cardinals philosophy. And I'm totally with you, Bryce. This is one of the worst run teams in major league sports. You can easily make a case just in terms of NFL history. It's the worst run franchise in NFL history. I mean, if you really look at this team, they have one season. I wonder how many of their banners they have hanging up in their stadium are from the 2008 season. I bet it's more than half. I bet it's more than half from the one season. Thank you, Kurt Warner and Larry Fitzgerald for that. But this comes as no surprise. This comes as no surprise. I mean, you could tell from uh, hard knocks in season last year, this team just didn't have it. They didn't have it. And and this is the latest in a long run of decisions they've made where it's like, what are you doing? I mean, they they paid Kyler Murray. You know, they, they felt like that they backed themselves into a, cor- uh, a corner with Kyler Murray. Felt like they had to pay him $200 million. They did. Not sure he earned it. And clearly, that was a mistake at this point. Uh, they put all their chips in on the running game with James Conner. Uh, that's going to be a mistake. You cut DeAndre Hopkins for nothing. You trade Isaiah Simmons to a team we're going to talk about later tonight. I mean, my God, this is a terribly run team. And you're talking about Steve Wilkes, a guy who proved himself last season, in my opinion. To be a, 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 I mean, a pretty great coach, a pretty great coach to to go down the stretch to have a chance to win that division as bad as it was with Sam Darnold at quarterback. I mean that that is a coaching accomplishment in and of itself, and to fire him after one season when your quarterbacks when when he was in Arizona to fire him after one season when your quarterbacks are Sam Bradford, one of the biggest busts <laughs> I can remember, and Josh Rosen. Another bust. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? The guy didn't have a chance. He didn't have a chance to win, let alone with that infrastructure there. So this comes as no surprise to me. Uh, 
Kime, you know, Kime shouldn't have a job based on his job performance alone, let alone this. So I, yeah. I'm I'm done with the Cardinals. Just 0 and 17, book it. Book it. 0 and 17. <laughs> hey, I just want to remind you guys, I took the under on their on their uh win total in our draft earlier in yeah, this, what was it, like this and season. And it was four and a half. And I'm feeling yeah. very good about that. I'll book that, that under. Actually. I'll book that under. You know, you don't like Clayton Toon? You don't like no, Clayton I don't. Toon? I don't actually. I don't. You don't like Clayton Toon's Good luck to Josh Dobbs. Do- Look, I'm happy for Josh Dobbs, but I mean, dang, man. Dang, man. I mean, uh, it, you put him Why in the middle of this. Why are we cutting Colt McCoy? <laughs> he gets McCoy's hurt a the lot. Best. What, whatever, man. He gets hurt a lot. Uh well uh we'll see how that that uh Cardinals posi- uh situation plays out. I hope Kime never steps foot in an NFL front office again. He should go away. Uh Bidwell should all but well he we've seen uh, owners do worse and not have to sell the team. So well, I Bidwell has his own it. problems. Yeah, yes he does. Yes he does. Uh so let's move in to the NFC East. Let's start with the teams. Um, and as we move along, uh, the juicier the teams get. So we're going to start with the Washington commanders. Uh, if you hear us call them the commies, uh, that it, it's just much easier to say, folks. Um, I don't know what to tell you. It's the commies. Uh, that's what we're calling them. Sorry about you. Uh, so let me recap their offseason a little bit. Uh, so they were able to snag Eric Bieniemy uh, to be their offensive coordinator slash um, new head coach when they fire uh, Ron Rivera. Um, they got Nick Gates starting center from the Giants. He's going to start for them. Uh, Andrew Wiley from the Chiefs. Uh, so they really they really focus on that uh, on that offensive line there. Uh, they got Cody Barton um, from the Seahawks, middle linebacker, who's going to start for them. And then they drafted shockingly. Um, Emmanuel Forbes ahead of Christian Gonzalez from Oregon, uh, you know, who is ranked ranked way ahead of Emmanuel Forbes. Supposedly Forbes is making plays in in uh in preseason and camp, so we'll see. Uh key departures, uh, they get off Carson Wentz. Uh they cut Chase Roulier, who I think could still play. Andrew Norwell, another offensive lineman, Bobby McCain, uh Wes Schweitzer. J.D. McKissick, oh, thank the Lord, J.D. McKissick is gone. Unleash Antonio Gibson, please. Uh, Trey Turner, Taylor Heineke, uh, who actually gave them some W's. John Bostick and Cole Holcomb, all gone from the team now. Uh, So, it's an interesting roster. It's an interesting roster. Uh, New quarterback, Sam Howell, uh, will be taking the reins week one. Chase Young, back healthy this year. There's some talent on this roster here still. Zach, what do you think about the commies this year? No, I mean, they went 8-8-1 eight, eight last year. Uh, everyone but their coach knew they had a chance to make the playoffs. <laughs> Never uh, forget. The the Never season. forget. Never forget that. And, you know, he had a quote this week. He didn't know how good Sam Howell was. Well, apparently he didn't know how bad, because this is going to be music to Caleb's ears, he didn't know how bad Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz was last year. Carson Wentz was awful. <laughs> Carson Wentz is probably the reason they didn't make the playoffs. But no, I mean, Bryce, this is a this is a hell of a roster. I mean, you're looking at this offense alone. You know, you got a great receiving core, Terry McLaurin leading the way. 
Dotson, a lot of people are picking him to have a breakout year. Curtis Samuel, I've always liked. He's had trouble staying healthy, but maybe this will be the year for him. And, uh, you know, the running game. The running game is iffy for me because I like Antonio Gibson. I, re- I really like Antonio Gibson, but the question is, is he going to is he gonna get the carries? Is he going to get the touches? Or are they going to mess around with Brian Robinson? Like, Brian Robinson didn't impress me at all. He didn't impress me. I know the narrative and whatever. Uh, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but he got shot last year. It's just, you know, it's just the narrative with this. I don't... I, I mean, Gibbs is just a better back. He's just a better back. He's he's a better dual-purpose back. Uh, and the line. You know, I, I'm a big trenches guy. As you guys know, we got to talk about the line. You know, your boy Justin Fields... Bryce, he could probably use a guy like Charles Leno on his line, who the Bears thought was cuttable. Uh, now one of the best left tackles in the league, anchoring this line. Like this, this is a good line, and the defense, man. If you're just talking about this roster as a whole, this this defensive line is stacked. I mean this this division has four of the best defensive units. A couple of the best defensive lines in the league. So Chase Young, something to play for. Fifth year, looking for a contract. Uh, come to the Colts, please. You got Jonathan <laughs> Allen. You got Montez Sweat, Deron Payne. Like this, this is a solid, solid defensive unit. They were seventh in total defense last year in terms of points given up. But for me, it, it just all comes down to Sam Howell. If Sam Howell can just be decent. If he can just be decent, if he could just be what Heineke was last year, I mean this this could be a playoff team. This could be a playoff team. Oh, see, here and the we NFC, go. This is what the, I was not expecting. NFC, I mean, li- listen, listen. The NFC is just so shallow. Oh boy. I mean, in my opinion, you only got one playoff team coming out of the South. Whoever wins that division, uh, and you possibly only have one coming out of the North. So you could potentially have all four teams in this division. Making the playoffs. I, I'm not betting on that. I'm not betting on that. I still think Seattle and San Fran make it out of the West. Don't give me that look, Caleb. Don't give me that look. We're going to talk about San Fran. Don't worry. This is just... I don't know. I like this I like this team. You know? But unfortunately, I, I just don't think the quarterback play is going to be there. But if he can just do what Heineke did last year, just stay consistent, stay steady... Like they could have, they could match their record at least. But I want to, I want to, I want to talk about Ron. Oh boy, Ron. Can I, can I talk about Ron? Sure. Ron. Ron's a bottom five coach in the NFL. He's a bottom five coach in the NFL. <laughs> he, 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 he didn't know his team was in playoff contention. He, he didn't know. He didn't know. And a dirty little secret I learned about Ron Rivera this week. He only has four playoff appearances. And out of those four playoff appearances, only three of those were winning seasons. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's all yeah. I got to say on Ron Rivera. <sighs> like, and somehow he has two Coach of the Year awards. I, I don't know how that works. But, you know, how are we going to sit here and say Bill Belichick's on the hot seat when Ron Rivera's over here not knowing his team's in playoff contention? What is that? It is poor. It is poor. I agree with you. Uh-huh. 
Caleb, let me hear your thoughts. I, I see, dude, you're you're like one of those cars that you pull back and it just goes, goes, goes. I know you're ready for this, man. Well, I, I've been ready because of a couple things. All right. In my research, um, as, as everybody on this podcast knows, I, I mean, I'm Carson Wentz's biggest fan. Uh, Carson shut Wentz, up, shut Carson, up, Carson, shut Wentz, up. Carson Wentz, I uh, read, you know, shout out a uh, Warren Sharp football preview. Uh, Carson Wentz uh, in the last two years ranked dead last in accuracy. Uh, so I can't, I can't, I can't imagine. Uh, I can't imagine Sam Howell can be worse than that. Uh, and when I look at, and when I look at this, this team, um, I don't think that Zach has, you know, if they're better than what we think, I'm not going to be shocked. Um, but I think, you know, Zach touched on it a little bit and I, I want to dive into it more. I think the entire key to that is, is Dotson. Uh, and I think they're going to have to be able to throw the ball on a consistent basis. Howell's going to really have to show his arm. Uh, and, and, and really, and sling it. Uh, I don't think I, I, I don't hate the running back room. I'm more of a Brian Robinson guy than, than you both are. I think he's wow. a strong back. I think you got to have a, I think you got to have a bigger back like that. And I don't think he's carry the load. Un- unbelievable. But I think, but when, when I look sure. at this, when I look at this okay. offense, I see, I see, I see talent. Uh, I like what they did in the trenches and I got to think the enemy is going to open up the playbook and really get this offense going and, and the way that I open it up when he's that coach. Well, but in in defensively, I I mean, I think this is one of the best front fours in football. And I've said that for a a couple, a handful of years. Uh, I think they're, they're one of the best. I understand Chase has been hurt. I I understand that. But I mean, when the guy's healthy, he's shown to be a mega talent. He's shown to be a superstar type of talent. And, and I can't, I think when, if you have something like that alongside your two defensive tackles, probably the, you could argue it's the best D line in the in in the in the division, and that says a lot when you look at this division. Um, but yeah, you guys didn't touch on this. You guys didn't touch on the secondary enough. I mean, dear God! I mean, if you're gonna put if you're gonna put Forbes, <laughs> they might start Forbes week one. And you uh, look are, at the Eagles right now, and you look at the Eagles, and you look at what they're gonna bring. You know, Smith and Brown. You look at what the Cowboys are gonna bring. You're gonna get Lama Cooks. You know, I, I got to think they're going to be tested. That secondary is going to be tested and tested frequently. And I, I don't know if that secondary is capable of doing what it needs to do to really help this D-line out. Um, maybe they get away with a lot of quick passing and they can't get to the pass rush. Um, I, again, I'm not as high on this team. I'm not as like, I, I, pro- I would say playoffs are out of the question for this team personally. Uh, but, but I do think they're somewhat, they're going to be somewhat competitive. They've proven to be that. Um, I mean, you're looking at seven, you know, seven, seven, eight wins. That's not horrible. Um, but I, I've got my, I've got, I just think this is a wait and see type of year for Washington. The commies, uh, I mean, they have, a, they have a really tough schedule. To, I mean, this whole division has, yeah, has a hellish schedule, hellish, yeah. hellish schedule. I mean, they're, they're, you're playing, you're playing, uh, Seattle and San Fran. Uh, you know, you're playing Eagles twice, Cowboys twice, Giants twice. I mean, it's it's not. You're playing the Patriots at New England, not easy. Uh, Arizona at home's a difficult challenge. That's yeah, very difficult, very difficult. We'll see if uh, Kimes on the phone for that game, but it's just very, very tough, very tough. I mean, at Denver, you know, that could be a tough game. Buffalo at home, like this is not. 
Yeah, and they they play in the other East Division too. So I mean, it's not it's not easy. It's not easy, but that would be the case for them not making the playoffs. Bryce is uh, secondary sucks, and the 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 schedule is just hellish. Yeah, it is. No, I, I totally agree. I, and I'm leaning with with Caleb on this one. I don't know if this is a playoff ready team. Uh, there's certainly talent on this team, uh, but there's a lot of young talent um, that is still developing, still looking to take another step. Um, you know, Dotson was good in his rookie year. I expect him to be better this year. Um, you know, Jamin Davis is still, you know, he's only a couple years in the league. Cameron Curl, same deal. Manuel Forbes, obviously a rookie. Um, I mean, what it, what it really comes down to is, is the play of Sam Howell. And I, and I think he's looked good in preseason, you know, in some game opportunities there. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Washington did go three and in the preseason. Not that, you know, that's a huge deal, but it does tell you something, right? They do have players on this roster that can play. They're under new ownership. You know, he's going to inject a little bit of excitement yeah, into that good. franchise, um, I think that makes a huge difference. The fans may come back to the stadium. I believe that they saw an increase in season ticket sales once the team was sold. Um, so I think that has something to do with it. But I think getting Eric Bieniemy, something I want to touch on because earlier, like a couple of weeks ago, Ron Rivera mistakenly uh, mentioned that players were complaining to him about how Bieniemy coaches them hard. Like, and and the only reason why players are complaining that he's coaching them hard is because of the culture that was at, that was at the Washington organization. They didn't have anybody that cared enough. It was just one coach after another that didn't last. Right. And now you have a guy that that has championship pedigree. That has come from the Chiefs, one of the who's coached one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Already. Get a room. No, I said of, I said one of one of relax, even though he is the greatest. I'm not going to pick that we know, tonight. We know what he really thinks, but he is one of the best. He is he one is of the greatest of all time already. As far as resumes go, he has coached some of the best offensive talents in football today. Right. And he's coming to this team. And yeah, he's going to have certain expectations. And instilling some of that culture already, especially on the offensive side is going to help them tremendously. And and to uh, even at the running back position, right? Okay, and just to debunk you real quick, Caleb, Brian Robinson is listed at 6'1", 228. Gibson is 6'2", 220. So they're very similar in body style, okay? But, they're st- but, but, you, but I think you and I would agree. Their style of running, their approach to running. Robinson, you're not seeing on the outside. Gibson, you're seeing more on the outside. And Robinson, you're seeing him try to be in the inside. It's what he was for Bama, and I feel like that's what he showed at Washington. Yeah, but I, I, I think, I think Gibson better suits a enemy offense right now. That's and true. I maybe, really maybe think so. that's true. I, and I really think you're going to see Gibson use his wide receiver roots a lot this season, which is going to add another dynamic to this, to to this offense right. instead of piddling around with JD McKissick on third and fifteen on a draw play or a little or a little bubble screen, stupid little bubble screen. I'm glad they got rid of him. You you go down to two running backs just like everyone else is doing in the league. Uh and, and really I think the enemy is going to draw stuff up with that. 
And I'm a little concerned about Terry McLaurin coming into the season only because if you do not let a turf toe injury heal, that is going to linger and that is going to affect his play throughout the season. So I would much rather him sit out like a couple games, make sure that thing is healed before he goes out and plays like week one, which I'm sure he's planning to do. That's all I got to say about that. And then the defense. Yeah, man, that D line is. Is unreal. If they can all stay healthy, they've all had injury problems. If they can all stay healthy, that is going to be nasty. And that's a strong point and something that they need to take those that young secondary needs to take advantage of. Like those guys are going to be working their tails off. You better do the same thing and not not waste like a good password. You know, quarterback throws up, you know, a lame duck ball or just throw it up. You know, my receivers down there somewhere. Right. Like they need to make plays. If, if they want to, you know, snag some wins this season. So Washington's, to Washington's credit, Bryce, I mean, I, I granted I'm not loving their secondary, but clearly they're trying to invest in it. Obviously, we touched on Forbes. They go out and they get a, a nickel back in a second round. I mean, they, they, they are, I think they're attempting to try to fill this, but, but the pressure's on. The pressure's on because the other thing we got to factor in here is these contracts are going to come up for these guys. Yeah. Right. And at, at some point, are you going to be able to keep them all? And I, and I would say that's highly unlikely. I'm not going to try to spend, you know, I probably won't spend like a huge amount of money on, on just one particular group. I agree. I agree. So I'm, what, what do you guys expect out of Howell this year? I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Like I, cause I kind of like him, but I like, I'm still like hesitant on him. I like Sam. I don't think Sam sucks. Look, Sam, Sam was a talented Sam. When he came in, you know, when he came in, he was supposed to be a number one pick for a reason, right? He was projecting you. People thought he was going to be that. And it didn't really end up working out, but I mean, you could see the flashes and I mean, who's to say you come out, he sucks. So it comes off the cliff. Fine. You know, you're, you might, you, you'll, you'll be able to come back. You'll probably be able to evaluate that position again. But to me, it's a buy low situation. And I think given the talent around him, I don't think you need him to be anything insane. Um, I, I think the division in terms of quarterback play is pretty good. So I don't know if uh, I yeah. expect him to be the best divi- you know, quarterback in the division, but. I don't, here's what I'll say. I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to lose a ton of games because of him. And I think the, in Washington, the last couple of years, you would blame the quarterback position for why they would lose games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they, they, they just need him to be steady. Like I said, I mean, literally what Heineke did last year, as soon as Heineke came in, they started winning games. I mean, they beat the Eagles for God's sake. They beat the Eagles. They were the Eagles for sale of the season. So yeah. they just need, like, they don't need him to be, you know, 2018 Mahomes burst on the scene. Like, they, they just need him to be steady. They need him to be efficient. Almost like a, I mean, I don't want to say the term, but game manager. They're like, they need him to be something like that. Just, I think you know, get the fine. ball to Terry. Yeah. I mean, I it is fine. What's wrong with that start. terminology of a quarterback? If you're a game manager and you go 12 and four, which is all Ryan Tannehill's ever done, well, then y- at some you point know. You're, you're doing okay. <laughs> look, <laughs> at some look, point look, you know, working. you know how I feel about Ryan Tannehill, but you know, there is a negative connotation to, to, to game manager. I feel like game manager is just a, 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 a sugarcoating term for, you know, can't make big plays. 
That's how that's what I've taken game manager as. So, but game manager is not a bad thing. No, you know, if he can, if he can be, you know, if he can be a, a Ryan Tannehill type of guy, you know, they could go nine and eight. That's not out of the realm. You know, if you're playing, yeah. you know, if this if this was an NFC South team, you know, that that might be good enough to make the playoffs. But unfortunately, they're not in the NFC South. But if he, you know, if he can, you know, he's got McLaurin, arguably top ten receiver in the league, even with the injury. Uh, you know, if Curtis Samuel stays healthy, you know, he he's very, he's very skilled. So I, I just they just they don't need him to do much. Is my point? They just need him to be yeah, not I'm bad. No, I'm I'm with it. I, I think they're a very watchable team. I think they're a good Sunday ticket team, if you have it. Um, I think they, you know, they could be interesting to watch. But uh on that note, let's uh transition to the Super Bowl runners up to the GOAT, Patrick Mahomes. Uh the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so their offseason is about as good as it can get, folks. Uh I'm just gonna put it like that. Uh, they signed Zach Cunningham from Titans, uh, which I think is an underrated pickup. Uh, Rashad Penny on a prove-it deal. DeAndre Swift, uh, that was a big move for them. Uh, traded uh, for DeAndre Swift from the Lions. And they got Terrell Edmonds from the Steelers uh, to replace uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who went to the Lions. And then their draft. Oh, my goodness, their draft. They basically just drafted the entire Georgia Bulldogs defense. They got Jalen Carter out of steel, Nolan Smith out of steel, and Keely Ringo out of steel. I mean, just insane. Just insane. Um, however, I do feel like some of their losses, they might feel a little bit. Um, Javon Hargrave signed with the Niners. Isaac Semelu trenches, Zach. Guess where he went? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. We've been on that. Smart move. Smart move. Uh, Kazir White signed with the Cards. What are you doing? Uh, TJ Edwards signed with the Bears. Miles Sanders, uh, we know, went to the Panthers. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, the Lions. Marcus Epps um, gone. And then they lost their OC and DC. Shane Steichen, Zach, our boy, Shane Steichen, head coach of the Colts, and Jonathan Gannon uh, at the poverty franchise, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, so Caleb, I'm going to start with you on this one. I mean, how, how are we thinking about, how we feel about the Eagles, man? Are we thinking Super Bowl again, possibly? Um, I mean, I think they're a contender. I think they're a contender, but I, I, I think there's some, I, I, I got some questions that I, I think have to be addressed. Um, oh, please. And, and it's coaching for me. Oh, it's coaching. Interesting. Uh, I, 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 it's coaching. Uh, I think I think that Sirianni uh, is a clown. In my, personal, in my personal opinion, you look at what he did in Philadelphia, the uniqueness of what he did in Philadelphia. Well, guess what? I got a I got a year of evidence on it. Your sneak coverage, the way you went about your sneaks, your constant sneaks. You had the easiest schedule in football last year. Like, I mean, at some point, you know, the schedule is going to come and bite you. You're a division champ. They're going to put you in primetime games. You're not, you're not hitting anymore. You know, your primetime, your national television, what you're going to do about it. And you don't have your offensive coordinator and you don't got your defense coordinator. And we can sit here all we want. We can dislike the hire 
Gannon to the Cardinals. We can, you know, comment on Steichen to the Colts. But at the end of the day, if you lose your offensive and defensive coordinators in the same year, I, that puts more pressure on the head coach. And I'm not talking, Sirianni is not an experienced head coach. He's not an experienced head coach. And I would personally say he's the third best coach in this division. I think, I think for me, the coaching is going to have the third best coach in this division. I think, I think the, this division, I don't disagree. This is, this is going to be, this is going to be a massive Sirianni year because the talent, there's talent on this team. Fine. Whatever. Cool. Great. But we, but, and I, I got trapped in this last year and you guys mock me all you want for, for how I handled and predicted some teams, but what did I, I I love the talent. I love the talent, but I sat there and I questioned the coaching. I question the coaching of this Philadelphia Eagle team. I just do. And I, I don't think that this Eagles team deserves a shoe in to be a top. Uh, I think their odds for the Super Bowl are ridiculous. They're absurd. Uh, I, I just I don't think this is a a shoe in by any stretch. I don't even think they're shoe in for the division. Interesting. Now, I agree that they're not a shoe in for for the Super Bowl, but uh, we'll get to that. Zach, talk to me, man. Loaded roster. Uh, let's be clear. Lost the division because or lost the Super Bowl because of the refs. Okay, they lost the Super Bowl. Unreal. Of the refs. Uh, unreal. I mean, it's a fact. Oh, it's a fact. Un- oh, it's a fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. No, it's a fact, that's... Bryce. Yeah, no. back me up, Caleb. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. Did he hold? Okay, did he hold him or not? Does that get called in ninety? Did he hold him or not? Did he hold him or not? Does he did get he called? Do no, does he get called? Does he get called? I, I, I would have, I would have let that play on. I would have let it play on. I would have let the best game of the year, but don't whatever. Hold. Okay, whatever. Uh, no, loaded roster. I agree with Caleb. Losing the coordinators is a big deal, but with the draft they had, uh, you know, they bring back Reddick. Uh, they get they get Hurts on the big extension. They got the best O line in the league. I don't care. I don't care. They have the best O line in the league. Uh, one of the best receiving cords. Really? No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't care. You think they have you the best Johnson. offensive line in the league? Lane Johnson, cards. I didn't. Th- I didn't think that was a hot take, but here we are. That's yeah, a little Lane bit Johnson, of a hot Hart. take. I think it. I absolutely think it is. That's an old yeah, offensive Kelsey, line. Lane Johnson. Zach, they're older and they have a horrible injury track record. They're horrible. Can you say that? I can't predict injuries. I mean, Lane Johnson, you can't predict. No, you can, give me a break, Zach. You sit there every year and you say Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson's always injury prone. You're going to sit here and tell me no, right look, now listen, that no, he's not no, injured. No. You going to let me talk? You going to let me talk? Listen, I have the cart ready for Lane Johnson at all times, but if he's healthy, if he's healthy, I mean, you got you got Dickerson, you got Mylotta, Kelsey, Johnson. I mean, my God. I mean, who, wouldn't, who wouldn't want that line? That is, that is in my opinion, Best online in the league when healthy. When 100% healthy, best online in the league. I do not think that is a hot take. And you got some damn good O-lines in this division. Damn good. Yeah. We're going to get to a couple yeah. more later, but yeah, I we mean, are. this this O-line is outstanding. Uh, and Dallas Goddard is an outstanding blocking tight end, too. So you look at this receiving core. I mentioned Goddard. Uh, you know, I had him on fantasy before he hurt his shoulder last year. He was damn good. AJ Brown was a major. I mean, he changed his team. He changed his team. You know, AJ Brown was supposed to be a Titan for life. Didn't work out that way. Uh, now he comes in immediately. Number one option. They have one of the best number two options, Devontae Smith. 
Bryce, the only uh, departure that they could notice, can't believe I'm saying it, but Miles Sanders. Like, they, the guys they signed to replace him, they're made of glass. They're made of glass. And I'm not saying Miles Sanders isn't made of glass, but Miles Sanders had a very good season last year. He had a very good season last year. And DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, made of glass. Made of glass. Kenneth Gwa- Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott, you know, good dual threat running backs, but they're small. You know, they can't they can't lead a backfield. Oh, um, no, 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 no. I'm not what? letting you do what? that. What? No, because they Miles Sanders is you small. Know, you want too. Kenneth Gainwell leading your backfield? Yeah, I do like Kenneth Gainwell. In fact, I don't like him like fact, that. No, in fact, if you guys did, if you guys were reading, you want to believe Kenneth your Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell has been taking a no, lot of answer. first team snaps. You yes, want to I'm, I'm out. You, I, oh, I, like I don't Kenneth buy it. Oh, I'm not. Buying I love him. Kenneth Gainwell. Oh, I'm not. You want him being? You want him being this team's Barkley? Absolutely. Oh my! Absolutely. Absolutely. No, you do not. Yeah, I do. Oh. Oh wow! I. Wow. I mean, I, I was going to push back. Does, I was no, going to push no. back at Zach. I, I might push back at you here. He, that's, does, that's he does not have the talent of Swift or Penny. Oh, stay healthy. That's not the question. Go, that's go, not what we're saying. Go read, He's go saying read, the talent. Go read. Go back. Go ahead and Google it. Kenneth Gainwell has been taking a, a majority of the first team snaps. Okay, so show it. Show, show it to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, show you got it to me. You got to show it, right? They, they wouldn't play. They, if they play him. It will happen. And not to mention, he is much better in the pass game. And that's exactly who you want around around James. Andre was just fine in the pass game. Oh, come on. I agree. But can you stay healthy? That is the question. Well, we're about to find out. So what, like so I said, what, so, okay, in my opinion, well, best line in the league, like you're you're running out of excuses to stay healthy. I agree. Mom, but I, I'm, I, I'm only I'm only telling you what I what I'm reading. Kenneth Gainwell's been taking uh, the first team reps. Okay, but that I doesn't would, make me feel good if I'm an Eagles fan. No, I feel I great about want, it. I would want Swift as my oh. lead back for me personally. I think he's been, I think he's a really, yeah. I think he's a solid back. He I gives agree. you balance. He gives you all purpose. I mean, for crying out loud, go through, you know, last year, right, played in 14 games. That's not that bad for running back. You go five, you rush for 500, <laughs> fine. But we both know, we, we all know, He's going to give you something in the receiving game. He gives you 400 yards in the receiving game. Okay. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's, it's the all purpose stuff for me. And if Gainwell is my lead back, I would be concerned. I'm not saying he can't play. I'm just saying, I'm not saying I would want Swift to lead the touches. That's all I'm saying. And I, I, um, I would cut Boston Scott tomorrow, but you know, this, 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 Oh, but I wasn't ever crazy right. on Penny. I wasn't ever crazy on Penny. When they signed Penny, I wasn't crazy on Penny because I think I wasn't crazy on Penny either. I, I, I was actually sure he made the roster, honestly, because they, they cut Trey Sermon. And I, and, and I thought Sermon had a decent preseason. Oh, and I'm not saying that. this just because, you know, Ohio State guy. I'm not saying that because I, I like Sermon, though. Sure, sure. I do. Sure. I actually do. Sure do. Why do you like him? Because I think he runs hard. I think he's talented. Specifics. Specifics. Why do you like him? I told you, I think he runs hard. Sure. Would you rather have Gainwell or Sermon really in your backfield? Gainwell. Oh, no, no. Come on. Gainwell. Come on. 
I don't game buy low. that from you. I don't buy that from you. <laughs> yeah, game low. Game low. But look, from, I don't buy that from I, you. And this offense, you know, Jalen Hurts should have won the MVP last year. If he, speaking of health, if he had stayed healthy, he probably would have won the MVP. Uh, and this defense is absolutely loaded. I mean, one of the best secondaries in the league. Uh, one of the best D lines in the league. Uh, so I'm not really worried about losing the coordinator from the defensive side. From the offensive side, I think we could see uh, a little fluctuation there in terms of where they finish among the top offenses. But I mean, I I expect this team to be in the Final Four. Of the, I, I expect them to be in conference championship weekend. That's fair. That's and I fair. think if they're not. I mean, I think if if they're not at least in the NFC title game against whoever, it's it's a failure of the season. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I I like this. I like I do like the roster. There's a ton of talent on it. If they're not in the final four, I think it's a failure. Hundred um, percent. I mean, they do have some young guys that are going to play, um, and can, I mean, they have incredible depth, especially in on the defensive side of the ball. Incredible depth. depth. Oh my goodness! Probably the best depth in the league. And offensively, Bryce, I like bringing in. I like bringing in Zacchaeus for the wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. uh, Well, they don't have a lot right now. I I have a feeling this is going to change, but they they have Brown Smith, Quez Watkins, Zacchaeus, and then Rambo, who's on IR right now. Those are the only five wide receivers. I would imagine that's going to get filled up. you know, maybe maybe they call somebody up or something. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I don't hate it. I, Quez Watkins is uh, it's amazing to me how he's been on this team for this long. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like I I don't get it. We never hear his name called. He was drafted um, in 2020. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Jalen Rager reunion. Jalen Rager. Uh, yeah, I I don't know that that's gonna happen. I mean, the most the most Quez Watkins has ever gotten in a year was 647 yards in 2021. Uh, I mean, just kind of a non-factor out there. You know, if he could become something or if they could really get a slot receiver, I think this takes his team to another level. Uh, But until that, I'm not super comfortable saying they're going to go back to the Super Bowl. I know Jalen Hurts has been putting in work, uh, you know, is is what I've been hearing all offseason. He's put on um, muscle. Uh, lowered his body fat, uh, really been working. Has, I think he's the best QB in the NFC. It. He's the best QB in the NFC. Yeah, he's definitely a case for it. Yeah, I mean, just off the top of my head, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. I like Philly. Um, I'm just not locking them to go back to the Super Bowl. But they are. They are still going to be. You know, they. You know, like back in the day, guys, like when you just knew, like certain teams were going to win a lot of games. And just be in the playoffs. That's how I feel about this team. Like they're gonna they're gonna beat teams still. They're gonna win games. They're gonna be in the playoffs. But I don't know if they're gonna go back to the Super Bowl. It's it's tough, man. It's tough to go back to back in the Super Bowl. I mean, I, the last team. I mean, the Chiefs went back to back nineteen to twenty. The Seahawks went back back to back thirteen to fourteen. But I mean, it doesn't happen that often. It really doesn't happen that. It's hard. In the end, it's not as easy as it is in other leagues like baseball or or basketball to you know to get back to the title game back to back here. I mean, it's hard. Yeah, yeah I think with anything. Philly, with Philly, it's again. I, I mean, I just don't. I don't. 
I guess you guys think Sirianni is more proven than I do. Um, I, I, I really think that matters. Uh, I think, I think when you're talking about the top teams in this conference, the teams that you're going to have to be, uh, he's going to have to be on his game. There's no doubt about it. And, um, you know, I think obviously there's a lot of talent throughout the roster and I'm not saying that they can't provide that, but I, I, I mean, look, I don't think this team's locked to win a division. I don't think this team's a lot to go to the final four and the, and the, you know, on the NFC. I, I don't think this team's a lot for anything at this point. I'm not saying that they, I think a playoff spot's probably attainable. But I'm I'm not as like let's lock them oh, in come on. number one number they're two. Making the, they're making the playoffs. No no no. Come I said on. I said I said I said I said I say I'm not locking in number one or number two or the conference. I'm not just locking that in. I'm not locking that in. Given their division, I I can't do that. I could see them get in. I could see them obviously get in it. Some one of those seeds, but I'm just not. You know, they had a great season last year with a real easy schedule, and the schedule just gets a lot harder. All right, we'll leave it there. Let's transition to a juicy team right here. I'm so excited to talk about this team. The New York football giants, baby. We're going to talk about them. Oh, I'm so excited for this. Uh, Let's re before we get into it. Let's recap the season or their off season. They traded for Darren Waller. Darren Waller, this is going to take this team to the next level. We're going to talk about it. Uh, they signed Ashawn Robinson, a nice little vet uh, championship uh, championship vet to add to that D-line. Uh, took flyer on Bobby McCain, uh, signed Rakeem Nunez-Roches, another uh, championship vet for the D-line. Uh, they got my guy Paris Campbell, OH. Uh, then they traded <laughs> – well, sorry, let me rephrase that – Fleeced the Arizona Cardinals for Isaiah Simmons. And then I thought they did a really good job in their draft. Um, they drafted corner Deontay Banks, um, who is relatively unknown for the most part. He is absolutely bald for them um, in camping and preseason. And I believe he's going to start uh, for them right off the bat. Uh, then they drafted John Michael Schmitz, the center out of Minnesota, who I think is going to make an impact. And then Jalen Hyatt, the speedy wide receiver who burned Sauce Gardner twice, showed that hard knocks. Um, he's he and he actually got number thirteen, guys. They gave him number thirteen. So uh, I would assume that's you know some pretty high hopes for him. So I thought they had a solid draft. Uh, and in my opinion, I don't think they they lost a ton. Uh, I mean, they did lose some guys. Uh, Kenny Galladay finally cut. Uh, Nick Gates went to the Commanders, talked about that earlier. Uh, John Feliciano uh, with the Niners. Landon Collins didn't bring him back. Richie James went to the Chiefs. Fabian Moreau, Jalen Smith, and then Julian Love, who I think is another one um, that, you know, they might have liked to have uh, come back, but um, he is gone as well. I'm going to start off with this one because I'm so excited about this team. Uh, this team has slept on massively and they're starting to get attention now a week before the season. And I think it's a joke uh, because I think they had a better off season than the jets. Um, and I say that with the utmost confidence, yes, they got Aaron Rodgers, but they didn't do much else. Except, except sign Aaron's guys. So congratulations on that. Um, I love this team. Daniel Jones uh, reportedly put on muscle. He also got the bag. So I guess that's how that works. Put on the muscle, get the bag. So happy for him. They figured out the Saquon Barkley 
uh, deal. They got him on a one-year deal. Um, so we'll deal with it again next year, but that is out of the way. No longer a distraction. Uh, wide receiver, they have guys that can make plays, but I don't think that they have a bona fide wide receiver one. And I don't know that that's necessarily a problem because of Brian Dable. If Daniel Jones can just get it in the hands of the playmakers and let him do the rest, um, I think that's that's fine. I think Darren Waller is probably your bona fide wide receiver one. This line is awesome. This defense is awesome. And no one's talking about the New York Giants. And I'm okay with that. Zach, talk to me about the Giants. Can't hear you, man. Can't hear you. While you figure it out, Caleb, talk to me about the Giants. Look, when I, well, first off, I think they got the best coach in the division. Uh, I think Brian best coach. best coach in the division. Yes. Wow. Okay. Uh, he made me crap all year. Um, <laughs> now, granted, I, I, they, I, I don't think I was necessarily wrong. I mean, I still thought the passing options were great. Clearly, they went out and addressed that with with Waller. Uh, who, by the way, I, I just absolutely love this year. I think oh, it's be an absolute. Oh, I love but it. But when so I when much. I look at when I look at when I look at Waller and what that does for the Giants, Bryce, this is kind of my thing with them all year. It was, okay, what's the pecking order? Like, I think to a certain extent, you got to have a pecking order. Who's your priority target? Mm-hmm. Who, who's the guy? Who's the number one guy in your scouting report? The defense has to hold him accountable. Waller's the guy, right? He's going to be that for this team. And I think it's going to open up some looks, you know, for Slate and for Hyatt. Uh, and and I think they're going to be a run first team. I, I mean, Barkley, I, I think will be, again, very good. They're going to get that $11 million dollars worth. You could, I mean, I, I would argue he was the most valuable running back last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I think if you're looking at what Barkley was doing over this last year, and then you have, you know, you know, the way that they can, they can kind of control the clock. And, you know, you touched on it, Bryce. I, I'm, not as, I'm not in love with the secondary. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. not crazy on it. Uh, but it's similar to Washington. If your if your D line is this good, and your front and your front seven, your front six are this good, might not matter in the grand scheme of things. So oh, I agree. You can even I mean, put Isaiah if, Simmons in the secondary, though. Yeah, they might. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I got to think they're going to try to test his versatility out. But I, the way that I, I look at this team is, I agree. I think it's an incredibly balanced roster. Uh, it's very well coached. And I absolutely, absolutely uh, could see this team making the playoffs again um, because I can't imagine Daniel Jones getting worse in the second year under Dayball. And I, I, I think good things are to come. And I can't think, and, and I guess the part that is hard for me to understand when everybody was talking about the Giants in the first place, and I think Bryce, you and I very much, we talked about this. When you have as strong of an opening season as they did and bought into the philosophy that they bought into with Dave, like, how are you going to sit there and tell me they're going to regress? I agree. It's like any team. If you buy now, again, you could say I'm being a, you know, hypocritical because that's what Sirianni, but I mean, I, I just think with Dable, what they were doing, they didn't have the talent. And now they have the talent. 
you know, Waller gives them a talent that they just frankly didn't have last year. Yeah. And Daniel I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited to watch this Giants team. I, I would say, honestly, Bryce, if you ranked uh, the teams that I'm most looking forward to watch in this conference, the, the Giants are in the top three for me. Oh, I will watch them any chance I get. Like this team is going to be fun. And I'll tell you what, I tell you what's underrated. Caleb is Wandale Robinson was starting to come on last season and then he got hurt. He is back. And I think he's going to be on track to, to uh, play week one. That is very underrated. Like, I feel like they have guys like, and like, I still believe in Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard. If they can stay healthy, I really do. Maybe, maybe they're broken now because of all the injuries. I don't know, but I still believe in them until I see them out on the field. Jalen Hyatt is, is the guy that you're going to take the top off with, right? And then Wondell Robinson, you can kind of just put anywhere. And I think he's going to be your playmaker. Like, there, this is one of the teams, there are very few teams in the NFL that, uh, cannot, that, that don't have a, a true wide receiver one, and that's okay. And I feel like this is one of the teams. Very few. Like, the Chiefs, I think, can do that. The Giants are the other team that I've seen so far this season that we talked about where they're, they're kind of like, I'm not saying they are the Chiefs offense, but I am saying like, I feel like there's enough playmakers on here to make something happen on offense, regardless, especially in the red zone, especially. Yeah. In the red zone. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm 100% with you. Zach, are you here with us? I I think I am here. You are uh, here to talk about, to talk about the only New York team that matters in my opinion. That's right. Uh, you know, while while the Jets were getting all the love in the offseason, people were ignoring the best coach team uh, in this division here. Brian Dable came in here, absolutely changed the culture. Wink Martindale led one of the best uh, defensive lines, and I think one of the best, going to be one of the best defenses this year in the entire league. Uh, Daniel Jones, well, I mean, we were all done with him. I mean, I had written him off. I think Caleb had written him off. Like, I, I was done. I was done with him. And then he came back last year and absolutely shoved it to all of us. Saquon Barkley, you can easily make a case, best running back in the game. Got a franchise tag. Um, You know, we'll see if that leads to a long-term contract next year. I think I think he should get one, but we'll see. And adding Darren Waller. I mean, we're going to get... There's a couple receiving acquisitions in this division. One that we're yet to get to, and this one, where no, I feel like nobody talked about him. Like D- Darren Waller to the Giants is a massive deal. That is a massive deal. This is a top five tight end when healthy, and he's he's immediately going to be their top receiving option on this team. He's going to transform this receiving this receiving attack. He's going to transform it. I, I mean, I think I think he can be borderline unstoppable. I really do. Yeah, I get what you were saying, Bryce, but I think really Waller is, I think the way they, I don't think they look at it as wide receivers and tight ends. I think they look at it as no, pass catchers. I mean, Wall, yeah, Waller, okay. yeah, he, he's he's not going to be used as a blocker. He's not going to be used no, as a blocker. Not. I mean, Mc, no, you know, no, and, and, it's not and, Jimmy Graham, Seattle. No, and unlike McD in, Oak, in uh, Las Vegas, you know, Dable's going to know how to use him to the best of his ability. And this, I mean, I I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see it. He's he's going to be unleashed. 
he's going to be unleashed. I mean, teams teams aren't going to know what to do. I mean, you're going to have to make a choice. You're going to have to commit to Waller. You're going to have to commit to Saquon in the receiving game. You're, you're going to have to make a choice. And it's going to be very easy to make the wrong choice. And you can, you know, this O-line, two awesome tackles, Evan Neal, Andrew Thomas. You could, again, you can easily make a case on this offense. They have two positions where they have the best at the position. You know, Andrew Thomas maybe had the best left tackle season out of any left tackle last year. Uh, Mark Lewinsky, boss, got paid. Rightfully so. Mark Lewinsky, Bryce, we're familiar with his work. Solid, solid, solid guard. Um, Dude, this defense, man, like, it's good. It is good. This, this, this D-line, this D-line, I mean, I, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau, we know he like he's gonna stomp some people. He's li- he's gonna stomp. You know, we know he likes to stomp. He's gonna keep it up. He's gonna keep up the stomping this year. Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence. I mean, this team takes care of the trenches. And I, I mean, call me crazy. I think Daniel Jones is gonna take yet another step. I think he crossed the four thousand yard threshold this year. He is a top. All right, I got I got to be. Oh. Say it. No, no, no. He's a uh-huh. he, he's a top ten quarterback in the league. Oh. He is a top ten quarterback in the league, and I, I I think he's a top five play action quarterback in the league. I think he's okay. top five play action. Okay, I can because this, that. I mean this this guy on the run throwing the football last year. He was I mean he was unbelievable. It leaps and bounds over what we had seen from him in the past, and that's what Dable does. That's what he did with Josh Allen. And that's what he's done with Daniel Jones. Two different types of quarterbacks, in my opinion. You know, Josh Allen, a much more physical runner. Daniel Jones, much more athletic-centric runner of when he has to. I, I just... I just think it's the best coach team in the division. Uh, Locked for the playoffs, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know why the media is falling off on them. I don't know why the media is just fading on them well, after what happened last him. year. You know, the personnel improved last year. It, did they overperform last year? Absolutely. Absolutely they overperformed. But the personnel has improved. You know, Waller in particular. So why would this team not get better if their roster got better? I mean, I don't I don't I don't get the logic from the mainstream media on baiting the Giants. Well, uh, Peter Strager from NFL Network this morning had them as a sneaky Super Bowl team. I say yes to that. I am all in on that. I'm not picking them to go to the Super Bowl. I really need to look at the grand scheme of things. But I feel like they're definitely, they could definitely be in the mix. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about that. No, I I would be shocked if they were in the NFC title game. I I would be. Because that means they would have to beat Dallas, San Fran, or Philly on the way there. yeah. Yeah. So I, I would be shocked if they were in the NFC title game, but I, I suppose it's not out of the realm of possibility, you know, given the upgrades the they made on offense. Uh, you know, another year with Jones in this Dable offense. I mean, it's going to be an exciting team. Let, can I be an read, exciting team. Do you care if I read these stats off real quick? No, please. So Daniel Jones, last year out of 47 quarterbacks, Number seven in completion percentage, number nine in touchdown interception ratio, 14 in passer rating, and 15 in total passing yards. 
I mean, again, this was a guy we thought was completely out of the picture. We thought yeah, we, we, we thought we were done. We thought we were done. <laughs> and that's a cra- I mean, and sure, we can talk about coaching all we want. But at some point, I want to give the players some credit uh, because he, he made me eat it. And he made all of us eat it on this network. Uh, all of us on this network, 100%. not just the three of us. Happily. And I think I think that if he I can't imagine, even if he produces something very similar to that. I, I just think that's a game changer for, you know, a second year into that system. I can't imagine him being worse. I just, I just can't. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I'm excited to watch this team. Another great Sunday ticket team that I, I, I will watch happily. Anytime they're on national TV, I am going to watch the Giants game. Not just because I have Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and Darren Waller on a lot of my teams, but just because I like them in general. Okay. We've made it. I know you guys are excited about this. I know you guys are very excited. I'm excited too. I'm excited for you. We have made it to the Dallas freaking Cowboys. The last team to talk about in this division. Let's recap their offseason a little bit, shall we? Big trades. Big trades. Jerry, trying to make it happen. They trade for Brandon Cooks. Get a bona fide wide receiver two, borderline wide receiver one. They trade for Stephon Gilmore. Uh, and then they draft uh, Maisie Smith, DeMarvion Overshone, who's actually lost for the year, unfortunately. I think he could be a really nice player for them in the linebacking court. And then they get uh, Deuce Vaughn as well in the draft. And then just a couple days ago, I love, I, we have gotten so lucky. We've gotten so lucky this year with our preview pod. Something big has happened in each of the divisions, like almost every week. It's awesome. It's great. I love football. They made the big trade for Trey Lance, took the flyer on him for a fourth round pick. The Niners were happy to get a fourth rounder for him. We're going to come back to that after we finish key departures here. So uh, Ezekiel Elliott no longer in a Cowboys uniform. That's going to be something to get used to. Dalton Schultz signed with the Texans. Why? I don't know. You'll have to ask him. Uh, Noah Brown gone. Brett Maher cut, as he should have been. Uh, the real Connor McGovern signs with the Bills. Uh, if you want to know what I mean by that, go listen to our AFC, uh, AFC East pod. And then uh, what I think is a, probably the biggest departure for the, for the Cowboys, Helen Moore, offensive coordinator, uh, snagged by the Chargers to go work with Justin Herbert. I think that's a massive loss. We'll talk about that, too. I want to lead off with the Trey Lance trade. The Niners have given up on Trey Lance. Uh, didn't know, we, we really had no idea what the trade market was going to be. Uh, the Niners get a fourth-round pick for him, which is shocking, uh, honestly, to get that. Uh, and now he's in, he's in Dallas, presumably the third-string quarterback. Um, to start the season behind Cooper Rush, who's played well for the Cowboys. I don't know what the angle is here for Jerry, but he's always keeping his Cowboys relevant, especially when the Dak hate was starting to mount a little bit here before the season. So I think it's, I think it's interesting he made this move now. Caleb, talk to me. Well, um, I get, we'll start, I guess we're talking Lance. I mean, I, I, I yes, we, when we got, you know, they got him. Obviously, pro fourth, and I, I think it's fair to say, out of the three of us, I'm more pro deck than any of you. I, yes. I think when it look when I look at 
what this move does. I mean, it seems like they still want to keep him. The extension is real. Um, I'll be honest. I think Trey Lance is actually going to be a real factor. You don't trade a fourth round pick. You don't trade a fourth round pick for a third string quarterback. Unless you have a plan, unless you have a plan in place. And that is where I'm about to get to. I think Trey Lance has a chance to be a red zone hunter for this team. Would not be surprised to see Trey Lance have his own red zone package. Would not be surprised to see him in a very Taysom Hill-esque role. Not saying he, where he is a pat, where he is a guy that's going to be in the red zone, giving the Cowboys some sort of a threat. Because Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard is not a huge physical back. Okay, that's what Zeke was doing in the red zone. Okay, I mean, Trey, my, I think that's where his role could be in 2023 is a guy that that comes in and kind of uses his legs and and gets some creativity going. Um I mean the move itself, I mean he's a, he's an you know obviously it was a first round pick for a reason. And you know, okay, take a shot at him. Work with him. I mean, you guys can say what you want about Dak, but I, I don't think Dak is a guy that's going to be a diva or uh or, or or showboat or not not really let him learn. I don't see that in Dak. Uh, like I do in other quarterbacks around the league. I, I I think this is a, you know, a move. You're you're thinking not only about your future to give yourself some security, but I, I just flat out don't believe you trade a fourth round pick to never play the guy in 2023. I, I just have a gut feeling and I've been thinking about it and I kind of think the red zone package, there could be a red zone package. I wouldn't be shocked. I haven't read it. I haven't read that. It's just been something I've been thinking about. That is an interesting take, actually. Zach, how do you feel about this thing? This movie, it means nothing to me. It means nothing to me. I mean, <laughs> this is a move literally to stay in the headlines. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a move to stay in the headlines. And if it's not that, it's to put a fire under deck to perform better. Because I mean, Trey Lance couldn't play. He couldn't play. He couldn't play. I mean, if if Kyle Shanahan can't figure you out, who can? There's nobody on this Cowboys coaching staff who who can figure him out. You know, and, and the 49ers, you know, they had to take an L, especially 49ers management, who Caleb loves to praise. Management. They had to take an L. They had to, they had to take an L. Management, yes. Management. Kyle Shanahan wanted Mac Jones. He, Kyle Shanahan wanted Mac Jones. Oh, go with that narrative. Go with I that will narrative. go with the narrative because it's been reported. Go with that narrative. He wants. He wanted Mac Jones. He got no, no, by John no, Lynch and company. Don't you put he, none he, he of was, this on Lynch? You put none of this on Lynch, and it's a joke. Put some of it on Lynch. Of course, I put some of it on Lynch. Who makes but you guys are acting like Shanahan has got nothing to do with it. You guys are acting like Shanahan has nothing to do it's with not it. For Lynch trying. doesn't call it in. It's not, it's not for calling it in. Caleb, 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 what does it tell you that the third overall pick, you know, you want to talk Purdy, let's talk Purdy. The third overall pick, Lance, he can't beat out Brock Purdy? He can't beat out Brock Purdy. He can't beat out Sam Darnold? Off an injury. Out. Sam Darnold has been ridiculed on this pod, I don't know how many times. For Mono. Mono? Okay, okay. couple things. Couple things. There was never a doubt Darnold was going to be QB two over that guy. Why? Well, you guys agree with that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah oh my that. gosh! No, no, you guys said no doubt. Let me tell you this. 
let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. As much as I've criticized Dak, Dak Prescott for the interceptions and, and for the turnovers, like he is, him and Trey Lance are not even in the same stratosphere in terms of quality of quarterback. No, I didn't say. I didn't say that. I my thing with Trey, Trey Lance is, has zero. Trey Lance has zero chance of overtaking Dak Prescott. Zero. Oh, hundred percent. I agree. I don't think they're trying to necessarily make a controversy at starting quarterback. I agree. To me, with that. this is a PR move. I mean, it's a PR move from from Jerry. It's PR. So you think, you honestly lines. think you guys sit there. You we want to sit there. We want to talk about the Cowboys, okay? And we sit there. We talk about Jerry. We talk about Jerry. His big mouth. Jerry likes to talk. Jerry likes to do this. Jerry likes to do that. I don't think Jerry Jones is as bad of a general manager as a lot of people want to give him off to be. No, he's he's no, he's a very he's decent general Why, manager. I don't. So Zach, you really just think he's throwing a fourth round pick away for headlines? No, God. no. I mean, I think the majority of it is for mm. PR, but. Definitely some of it is, hey, maybe we can, you know, if Dak, if this season goes sideways or if one of these seasons and, you know, because Dak, Dak has a contract coming up, you know, one of these seasons goes sideways here. Roll the dice. Roll the dice with this guy. He must have been the third pick for a reason. Like, see, see what he can do. Throw him out there. Was Trey Lance given a fair shake in San Fran? I don't know. You know, he, he got hurt. Uh, whatever year it was, I think it was 2021 season or 20. I think it was last year. Actually, he got hurt, hurt his leg, whatever season that was. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, he, that, he that, that might, that might've been his shot. That might've been his shot in the league to do something. I don't know. I don't know. But how I just find it interesting that, you know, Zach Wilson is given chance after chance and Trey Lance I could get behind is, that. He's not able to get on the field. Like what? Something something's not there with Trey Lance. I'm not I'm not trying to be mean for Trey Lance, but like Zach Wilson sucks. But he's able to get multiple starts in the NFL. Trey Lance can't even get ten. Can't even get ten starts on in the NFL with maybe the best offensive coach in the league. Like I, I just it might just not be there. It might just be a whiff from 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 Caleb's John Lynch. Well, it'll be interesting to it'll be a, a storyline that will be hammered all season long. We won't forget about it. So it'll be something to watch. But I want to hear from you guys. McCarthy's now calling the plays. Um, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. Uh, but I am curious to hear what you think. So, Caleb, start us off. Talk about McCarthy calling the plays. How do you feel about this Cowboys offense? And can it be successful with McCarthy calling the plays? Well, from a talent perspective, you got to love it. Oh, yeah. Um, I love the talent. I love the talent. Big loss of tight end, though. Can I push back on that? Oh, come on. Can, can you hear me out? Jake can Ferguson to Schultz. Just sure. I'm not sure. saying. Sure. I'm sure. not saying. Okay, but like, Dalton Schultz, Dalton Schultz came out of the middle of nowhere to become this guy for the Cowboys. Okay, and they used him, and they had success with him. And Bryce, as an organization, they have had somewhat of a pretty decent track record with tight ends. Okay, they okay. have Witten. Right. Witten. I mean, look, they knew what they were doing. They kept him around forever, even when people thought he should have retired. Okay, like I, I, I'm not as I. 
especially for what they paid him, for what Houston paid him, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing they let him go. Look, th- this wide receiver room is, I think it's legit. Um, I like what they did. I like the fact that they're they're they could do so much. They could put Cooks in the slot. They put Lamb in the slot. Um, Gallup's a physical receiver. Um, I like this O line. Um, my pushback on the O line is I think there is no depth, and I don't understand that because if you're looking at a guy like Tyron Smith, who's been you know oft injured. I mean, look, he's one. I mean, when he's healthy, I don't care how old he is. He could be like 50. I mean, he could be 60. He could be 60. He could barely get up to half, half the field. And I would probably say he's somewhat of a relevant offensive tackle. I mean, that's the, you know, sustainability when he's on the field. He's been great. Uh, but this team doesn't have depth on the O line. That concerns me. Uh, and, and I, and I look at this, I look at McCarthy here and I, I am not as, crazy in you know i'm not as against mccarthy as everybody is okay mccarthy when he was the guy okay they were at worst a top 10 offense in the passing game with mccarthy as an offensive coordinator the running game was relatively average well you could Make a case that the Dallas Cowboys offensive line has been better than any offensive line McCarthy's ever had in Green Bay. Easily so if I have a better case. offensive line, if yeah. I have a better offensive line and the passing game remains up, who's to say that I can't be top 10 to 12 in the passing game, top 10 to 12 in the rushing game? Maybe I'm not the best offense in the NFL. I'm not saying McCarthy's as good as Kellen Moore as an offensive coordinator. I think that's really hard to justify. But I'm not as concerned about McCarthy as it feels like a lot of the national media is. I'm just not. I think, I think uh, to be honest, I think what we've started to realize over the last couple of years, uh, Bryce, is uh, not all the blame should have gone on McCarthy. It should have gone on Aaron Rodgers. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we now know that. Well, that's know. a given. Well, is, that- oh, is it? Is it? Is it? I mean, I mean, we're, we're, we see it as we see it. We McCarthy was fired because he couldn't execute offense because people said he couldn't execute and couldn't call the right plays offense. Right? That was the argument in Green Bay. That's why he was gone. So, I mean, mean, McCarthy was producing top five, top ten offenses, and they were still doing that when he was head coach. I don't think that's necessarily going to drop off a ton. We'll we'll see how he's adapted because it's been a few years since he's done this. So, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Zach, how do you feel about it? Let's get right out and say it. Just say it right now. This is a Super Bowl roster. Oh, no, no, Zach, don't, don't. This is a Super Bowl don't, roster. Don't, don't. It all comes down to one man. The aforementioned Dak Prescott. Where am I wrong? How is this in the NFC? In the top heavy NFC, Bryce. You know, you got, you know, I know I just sat here praising Brock Purdy, but nevertheless, when it comes down to winning games in the playoffs, you need big time quarterback play. You got Brock Purdy leading the, the Niners. And, you know, Caleb talked about the coaching turnover with the Eagles. You got that. 
with the Eagles? Who else do you trust you in this NFC? You are one of them. No, I'm not one of them. Yes, I'm not one of them. You are, you are too. I'm not one of them. Price. No, I'm not one of them. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying they're going to get to the Super Bowl. I'm saying this is a Super Bowl roster. Okay. You can get to the Super Bowl with this roster. Are you they are making it the or not? Defensive... You Stop have listen to me. Listen, uh, listen to me. You I have arguably the I... best. You have arguably the best defensive player in the entire league. You have one of the best corners in the league. You've added a veteran complimentary piece to Diggs in Gilmore. Uh, one of the best pickups on the offensive side of the ball in Brandon Cooks. Awesome. Awesome second option. Like you said, borderline number one option. Guy got a thousand yards on the goddamn Houston Texans with Davis Mills. I mean, my God. Who you praised last should year, be, right? he should Put his jersey in the Hall of Fame from last year just for that. My only concern with the offense, you know, Caleb mentioned the lack of depth on the O-line. I mean, they don't even have a backup center listed yeah, that's what I'm behind Biotish. I, th- I think that's that's a massive red flag. But, yeah, you know, losing Schultz, I don't put that on them because Schultz, you know, he went to the Texans. I mean, my pitch to Schultz would have been, do you want to go here or do you want to go to the Texans? And if he picks the Texans, that's on him. That's on him. I agree with that. <laughs> that's but so dumb. I also, I also uh, have a concern with Pollard. You know, the injury oh. history. I'm not really sure Ronald Jones why he's on this roster. I would cut he's him immediately. But too. this, yeah, I don't oh, know why man. he's on this team. But you know, he's on this team. I don't know why. But you know, Tony Pollard might take him a couple of weeks to get back into rhythm. But like this. This is, in my mind, undoubtedly, this is a Super Bowl. Ro- you can get to the Super Bowl with this roster. It comes down to Dak Prescott. You got to cut down on the interceptions. You know, his running, his running style. You know, that was a mat. You know, his first few years in the league. Yes, it was. That was yes, a massive was. part of his game. And when yes, he broke his ankle, understandably, that kind of went away. So it's going to be interesting. You know, talking McCarthy, how he's going to work that in. That's why I think. The addition of Brandon Cooks is such a massive one when you're talking in terms of the whole league because anyone could have traded for Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks made it publicly known he wanted to get out. He wanted to get the hell out of Houston. Turns out he stays in the same state. It was the Dallas. Great compliment to C.D. Lamb. He's a speedster. He's a great route runner. He gets a thousand yards basically no matter what. I mean, this guy. He's, I think he's going to do a lot for Dak Prescott. He's going to do a lot for him. He's going to be a safety blanket. This, I mean, this Cowboys. I mean, they, they, they have a chance here. They, they have a chance. They have a chance here. I think the coaching turnover, like Caleb said, can with the Eagles can really play in to the Cowboys factor, or you know, it can play into their favor. And if, you know, if you got Micah Parsons bearing down on Brock Purdy, I mean, I'm feeling good about that if I'm a, if I'm a Cowboys fan. I mean, this, they will be in the NFC title game. 
The Cowboys will wow. be in the NFC title. Oh my gosh! Come on. <laughs> they, they will be there. Wow. They will be there. Oh, wow! No. They, they will wow. be there. You are doing <laughs> wow. it. Hey, Zach, hey, Zach, hey, Zach, hey, Zach. The streak ends. Zach, lock it in. Zach, the lock it in. The streak oh, ends. Lock no. it in. Oh no! The streak ends. <laughs> the streak ends. This is the streak unreal, ends. I mean, this, this is I just, this is. <laughs> Dan Quinn, <laughs> Dan Quinn has some. He has some demons to exercise from playoff past. Okay, Mike McCarthy. Okay, ready to prove he can win without you know Aaron Rodgers. I'm well, I'm in on this team. Back to back twelve win seasons going into this league. Right. Uh, going into the season, you know I'm 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 ready, and, and Cowboys fans are ready, and. Dak, you know, Dak has said all the right things in the offseason. He even mentioned the drought a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he did. Saying how every everyone in this locker room is ready to end this drought. Basically, I mean, I've never heard anyone publicly acknowledge the championship game drought until then. So, I mean, you know they know about it. Yeah. I just think this is... This is a... I mean, this is a solid, solid roster, man. This is a... This is a top three team in the conference. You can get to the Super Bowl with this roster, no doubt. You can. You absolutely can. It just comes down to Dak Prescott for me. Bruce, why are you mocking that? Be, this is because, because, because. You don't want to know why I am. Because this happens every freaking year. Okay. I'm never, but I've never bought okay. it. I've never bought into it. No, let him, let him, uh, let him. Uh, yeah. uh, the media does this. We buy the Cowboys. We buy the stock. This is their year. This is their year. And it all comes crashing down. Every single year. Congratulations, Dallas. You beat a Bucks team that hobbled into the playoffs. They can't control that. Uh, fine. But that's what they did. Yeah, they can't control they that. They, they can't control that. They lost by one score. They lost by a touchdown. Okay, fine. But it was back really to back years. Thing. Actually, they lost to San Fran by a touchdown. You, you're acting, and that matters. Mean? That matters. Brock Purdy beat you already. Why can't they do it again? By a touchdown. It's not like it was an it, unbelievable it, margin. I get it, Bryce. If it's you're not like they got blown out, out, Bryce. They're not far away from these teams. Okay. They're not far away from these teams. And you're and you're and you're saying and you're acting like the. I guess oh. the part that's confusing to me, Bryce, is you're acting like. It's just Cowboys. not going to happen. It, it just—it's not happening. Like the Cowboys sucked the last two years. They would sucked. I didn't say they sucked. A lot of teams it's not would take happen. what they were doing. That's and, and that's fine. Your your franchise would take what they've been doing. They're not going to the NFC title game. Oh, why not? They're just not. Why? why you're why ruling not? it out. They're better you're than your Vikings. Never, yeah. you, you're just completely ruling that out of their scenarios. I would. I would. I would still have Are the Niners, your top Giants, three and Eagles. You would have the Giants oh. over the Cowboys. Yep. Sure oh. would. Oh. Why wouldn't I? You have Vikings wow. or Cowboys. Wow. Vikings or Cowboys. Vikings or Cowboys. Well, I haven't really done my deep dive on the NFC North yet. No, no, so I don't no, feel like Vikings I want to answer. Cowboys. I don't feel like I want to answer that yet. Yeah, well, you have to. Vikings or Cowboys? Well, I would take yeah. Dallas right now because I, I haven't, I haven't fully looked at the Vikings defensive roster yet. Vikings or Lions? So you think it's close? Wait, no. So you think? I it's think close. it definitely could be. Yeah. I don't see. I don't even think that's Viking, 
uh, Cowboys and Lions. Uh, you like the Lions? I, I would still take I would still take Cowboys over the Lions because I the Lions are ready to roll, but I don't know that they're they're ready for you know a, a deep playoff success. Cowboys in Seattle. Well, I would take. I, I really like Seattle. Seattle is. I I, I would actually understand that, that's, Seattle because I'm I, high on Seattle. They, they got a good freaking roster, but I don't know that I I trust Dak a little bit more than Gino. Then that's it. That's all you're looking for yeah, in terms see, of the top three. You, in the you have, right, you have three. You you have two teams over there. Why are you just completely ruling out this Cowboys team getting getting to that game? Because as long as I have lived, they have always it's always been their I, year. I don't, I don't and it's that never ever no, no. ever but been their we, year. No, me me and Caleb have never bought into that. Never. We have never, never. gone. You oh my gosh! Holy you don't have crap, to buy into it. It's ring. the reality. It's the reality. But here's the difference. Here's the difference between all those years. The media Something always you, happens. The Cowboys are going to do this. The Cowboys are going to do that. Something always happens. But look, the NFC has never been this shallow. The Agreed. NFC has not been this shallow. Agreed. In our lifetime. Agreed. In our lifetime, I mean, the Packers are a non-factor. The Packers are a non-factor. Uh, you know. The NFC South, somebody has to win that division, but basically all those teams are going to be a non-factor. I mean, the Rams are a non... I mean, people... Rams have been a non-factor, you're right. I don't know if the Rams are going to be a non-factor, but they're not going to be a great factor. This year. I don't know if I would say they're... You're right, Zach. They're not going to be a great team. So, I mean, like all the teams from years past who have traditionally been in the running, the Saints, the Packers, you know, the Panthers every now and then, the Falcons every now and then, uh, you know the Rams. They're not going to be there this year. They're not going to be there this year. I mean, we'll see. We'll the, see. The stars are aligning for the Cowboys to, okay. you know, possibly. I mean, if they're going to make an NFC title game, I feel like this would be the year. I mean, all they got to do is. All I mean, it just comes down to Dak. Like I said, it it comes down to Dak. But but, but it comes Bryce. down to Dak. But I really, but Bryce, here's the part I don't understand. You sit there, you make this narrative. You're like, it's just never going to happen. It's just never going to happen. It's not a narrative. Well, it's the truth. Then what? Okay, then what? What? What has to happen for them to get there? I mean, it it has to be from from the kickoff to the I mean, last look, play look, of the game. It's got to be look, clean. So you think it's they have the talent? Concise. They've look, always look, had the talent. Okay, they just okay, they can okay. never finish. Okay, fair enough. I, you, I won't push look back their, on that. You look at their schedule last year. They sweep the Giants. They split with the Eagles, one of which was with Cooper Rush, right? Uh, you know, they beat the Vikings, blow out the Vikings. That was the game they had to change the channel on Fox. They had to change the channel. They had to cut the Kurt Menefee okay. and say, we're sorry. And we're then sorry they lost to Mr. Irrelevant in the playoffs. They beat they beat Detroit, and they beat Cincy. They beat Cincy. I mean, okay, this is... Great. great, Zach. But then they lost to Mr. Relevant in the playoffs. You can't say that, bro. Why can't I say that? Did that happen or not? Did that happen or not? You've been defending Purdy as a legitimate quarterback for a long time. You can't just say they lost to Mr. Relevant. You can't say that. Yes, I can. Is that a true statement or not? Oh, is it a true you're, statement or not? You're, you're, that look, is a, it's a great team. Say, San Fran's a great team. Great San Fran's team. a great team. But look, they only lost to him by a touchdown back-to-back years. Back-to-back okay. years only by a touchdown. Like, so two years they haven't shown any is, improvement. No, I'm saying they <laughs> are in games with these teams that are considered upper echelon in the NFC. Okay, great. You should be. You're in the playoffs. 
Um, no, that's not always the case. That's not. There's. How about last year? You're. You know, there, there are there, there are teams that make the playoffs where you're like, that's not a playoff team. Bucks, yeah, Cowboys, Bucks. Exhibit A. The Bucks. Yes. Yes. And, and, and honestly, did, and let's be real. The Cowboys Dallas did. tried to give that game away with Brett Maher. And no, they kicking. didn't. No, they didn't. That was overrated. That they were going to win that game <laughs> even when they missed those kicks. Bryce, they you were very by, confident still, on the Cowboys in that game. They still won by two more scores. I did. I was. You were very confident in that game. They still starting to happen. You were they in still that, won by more than two scores. They won thirty-one to fourteen, yes. Bryce. They won thirty-one I, I, to fourteen. I know, but but had uh, just be real, man. If they would, if the Bucks would have put together some drives, that could have been a totally different game. But they didn't, Bryce. Bryce, so they they didn't. Didn't. Bryce you could say that about any why, game. Why didn't they? Why didn't they? Why didn't they? Because they, they didn't the Cowboys have an awesome defense. Okay, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. The Cowboys I, I have an awesome fine. defense. They beat who they're supposed to, and they hang in games <laughs> with these teams that are considered better than them. Okay. And in the playoffs, that's all you have to do is right. hang in the game and you have a chance. Right. You have hang a chance. In there and right. I'll see you in your second exit, second round exit. Again. Oh my I'll see you later. All your right. Vikings held your Vikings on in that's there. Fine. We're not talking about the giant. NFC North today. Bryce, are we? Bryce, Bryce, what Bryce, what what is this team missing? What is this team missing in your opinion? Oh, we laid it Because you're sitting there. I understand I, that you have to finish out a game. I get that, but you you got to tell me something within that roster. I am, I am still not one hundred percent confident in Dak. I am not one hundred percent confident in Mike McCarthy's play I'm calling. I, I just and and there's just random things that happen. You guys know what I'm talking about. Random things that happen to the Cowboys that, yes, that I know. just I grew up that just puts sand all o- all over their hopes and dreams every single time. And that that has always happened. That will always happen. It, it's just. The stars might align, but then they get all out of whack somehow, some way. So what they do you can't help themselves? Okay, so what do you guys? Okay, so let's. I, I guess this leads me to a point that I think you guys have touched on, but you haven't actually hit the bullseye on. You guys are like Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. His level of play wasn't good. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. If Dak, Pre- what does Dak Prescott have to be, in your opinion, if this team Clean were to game. get there? Clean, clean games. No turnovers. You need to make play. You need to move around a little bit more. You need to add the rushing game back into into your repertoire. I agree with that. And you like this all hinges on you. This all hinges on, like Zach said. This he, a lot of this hinges on you. Yeah, you he, have to he, play. Clay. I mean, listen, I, I understand the trepidation. I understand the trepidation. Not one to run, especially after your ankle broken. Out. I get but it too. This, I get it too. This is one of the signature. You know, signature weapons in your arsenal as a quarterback. I mean, it's what I won agree. you rookie of the year. It's I what agree. won you rookie. Of, basically, to answer your question, he just needs to do what he did his rookie season. He needs to not turn the ball over. He needs to be effective in running and passing, and he needs to get the ball to his playmakers. That's if Dak Prescott, if Dak Prescott, if we said, if if you, if I told you, Dak I don't Prescott think there's a- stats to put on it, Caleb. If I'm being honest with you, I know what you're about to do. I don't think that there's a stat number where I'm like, yeah, that's a he's going to the Super Bowl in that. It it is game by game. I mean, I I got to be looking at single digit picks for you this season to be feeling okay. good. Single, going so playoffs. single digit now that, picks. that I will, but like yards and and touchdowns. That's fine. I I think, no, yeah, but I would argue the yards him, have never been the issue. I would argue the yards have never been the issue, no, yeah. and I would argue the touchdowns have never been the issue. I agree with you. The issue has been 
turnovers, but specifically in key situations. And that's what I think has blown this up and why you guys are referencing the turnovers. And I, I understand that. But I, I, again, I, I think the amount of pressure he plays with, with the Cowboys, okay? I mean, look, we don't do this with any other quarterback. We just don't. We don't sit here and have some of these discussions that we're having right now where it's like it's a game-by-game basis. Even with the greatness of Mahomes, we don't do that. We don't say it's game-by-game. Like, and I'm not my, trying to mind you guys. I'm I'm just, but, but I'm, so I guess that's the, so you're looking for consistency with Dak. Yeah, I don't know what I'm getting. So you think if there's consistency with Dak, you know, I, I wish I had a style. I can't remember a style from the game against the Niners, but I want to say he had two picks. I want to say it was something like that. No, you you, you, can't, a you picks. can't do it. So you got to limit the picks. Last, last year was the first year with Dak where you're like, that's not good. That that was it, that last year was the first year with him where you're like his interception that, numbers were too high. It's I don't 15 like interceptions. That. That's too high. I'm not. He, I'm not he had that. never he had never turned the ball over that much ever in his career ever. So you know I I, I expect that number to go way down. I, I mean I'm expecting like eight nine picks max. I, I can agree with him. That. that that's what he needs to do. Cut that's the what he needs to do half. for this team to get to what I'm saying. Like. Mm-hmm. If they want to get to the NFC title game, he's going to have to go, you know, no picks in the playoffs, single digit picks in uh, the regular season. And that's going to be hard to do, especially when you're playing the Eagles twice. Uh, you know, you're playing, sure. they, they got a tough schedule. Every team yeah, in this division yeah, has a no doubt about very, it. very tough schedule. I mean, like no I said, they it. play the AFC East as well. So. Basically, if they're going to do what they're built to do, he has to be undoubtedly a top 10 quarterback. Like, undoubtedly. All right. We're going to leave it there. But before we wrap up, division predictions, four through one. You guys know the drill. Caleb, I'm going to start with you first. Real quick, four through one. All right. I'm gonna get a little spicy. Okay. I'll take okay. take Washington number four. You know. Now she's not number four. Um number three, the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. Number two, Giants number one Cowboys. Okay. All right, Zach, talk to me. me All three, and I, and, and, let, and I will say this. Let me, let me further this because you're going to, Bryce, I know you, you're going to sit there and you're going to mock the placement. I'm not mocking anything. You are, you so will next no, year. If that's wrong. The three, I, I believe all three of those teams can make the playoffs. I agree I'm with very you. clear. I'm just I'm, saying I'm, that's I'm the not, way I'm deciphering the three. I agree. I, I'm with you. Go ahead, Zach. Well, number four, I got the commies uh, simply because they're going to have two head coaches this year, and I'm not sure what Sam Howell is going to be. Number three, I got the Giants. Number two, I got the Eagles. Number one, I got the Cowboys. Oh my gosh, you guys are insane. You guys. Cowboys. I got Cowboys, Eagles, Giants all making the playoffs with double-digit wins. With okay. double-digit wins. They all have at least 10 wins. 
This is this is unbelievable. Okay, let me let me give you some some truth out here. Let me let me put this out here. Four through one. Commies four. Give me the Cowboys three. Give me the Eagles two. And give me the New York Football oh Giants my numero uno. Okay, baby. I but I agree. I, I'm with you guys. Uh, three teams make the playoffs. I am not pushing back on that. My placement is a little bit different, but I think it'll be very interesting to watch this this, this uh, division. All watchable teams, hundred percent watchable teams. Who are your um, seven NFC playoff teams? We're, uh, we don't have time for that. We don't. We don't have time for that. Aww. We'll Aww. Another you we'll, know it. You know it. Come on. We, we don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. Uh, but uh, before we sign off, Zach, uh, you're kicking off some Ahsoka recaps. Yes, tomorrow uh, we're going to cover Ahsoka briefly and then uh, hit uh, some August movies with a recap of August yeah. movies. We got we got TMNT, which Bryce hates on, but Caleb, Caleb enjoys. That's cute. Um, yeah, we got Gran Turismo, figures. which Gran Turismo absolutely made me shove it. Yeah, like the Cowboys are gonna make Bryce shove it this year. Okay, uh, and then uh, a couple of other ones. Uh, Last Voyage of the, of the Demeter, I saw that Trash. as well. Um, talk to me, talk to me it was very good. Um, yeah, we're gonna be talking talking movies and TV tomorrow. Awesome. Well, uh, we will be back next week. Uh, we have Ryan Gregory joining myself and Caleb for. Uh, our last division pod before the season starts. NFC North, we're going to be talking about Ryan Gregory's Bears. So uh, make sure you tune in next week. And once again, folks, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>